And we're back. It's uh, Tech East Tuesday. LeVac and Gaz here with you live from uh, our version of the mothership, the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios uh, right here on Central Avenue. Um, it's, it's drive time, and at this point in the year, we are realizing the sun is going to be directly in our eyes, but we just like this room. So this is where we're going to do the show. If you had to rank the fantasy points right now, would you have the sun or this police officer? I'm getting more <laughs> points right now for what's happened in the last For what's going to distract us more? Yeah. Is that what you're going with? <laughs> if, it's, if, if that officer keeps up his prolific work, and I don't think he's actually writing. I don't, this isn't a challenge to anyone. And if you're listening to this on you know Spotify, Apple, all those other things, and not watching us live on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook or the Godzilla Media YouTube, uh, it won't really make a damn bit of difference to you. But there's a colony cop who just keeps, like, he's he's too fast to be writing tickets. It's got to be one of those, like, you know why I pulled you over? You're going too fast. Knock it off. And then gets back in the cruiser and goes and does it. It's got to be that. It's got, because he's, he's just, he's had too many. He looks like, it's like, it's like tennis. Could it be a fake cop situation? No, 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 that's a real not a power that's, move. Okay, no, okay. no, because because guess what? Then you would a hundred percent see a lot of colony PD come flying through here. <laughs> There's no way they would let that uh, go for you. Tuesday, uh, Techies Tuesdays, uh, live here in the uh, in the big old conference room at uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration, and probably the worst island game so far of the NFL season. Probably the the worst, like you know, Monday night, Sunday night, Tuesday night, like Thursday night, whatever night where it's just the one game. Unless you're a Packers fan, that was the worst game so far. It was a game in which Green Bay fan, this is like a mix between gambling and Twitter game, right? Because gambling game is the Lions get a really backdoor cover, like LeVac and Goss said. Are <laughs> they re, re, three minutes to go in the game? Golf's got the ball. I'm like, he's going to put in a garbage touchdown. And everybody's going to go nuts on social media and complain about how it was a backdoor cover. He threw a pick. It didn't happen. But the first half is backdoor cover the most inadvertently, like, sexual statement in all of sports. Ooh, that's a good one. Or is it Mickey Calway dry humping pitchers? Which <laughs> which one is I think it's I think it's backdoor cover. No, but it, <laughs> I, I was gonna say something I'm gonna keep that one to myself. Do it. Come on. Coming back from behind. Oh yeah, that's always a good one too. Like <laughs> the amount of times like like Al Michaels or one of those guys is featured on one of the what is it, Free Grid Hot Wings does it where it's the stuff in sports that sound dirty but they're not. Like <laughs> It's just, it's just absurd. Um, yes, it was not a fun game. If you're a Packer fan, you thought that first half went into Aaron Rodgers. They're losing. Right. Aaron Jones is the offense. Now it's all over. Rodgers stinks. He should retire. Second half is he's an MVP. He's one of the greats of all time. <laughs> We're watching a true legend in the gameplay right now. That's how quick that second half turned for that team. But it's it and it, the first half, the Lions look. You know, it, it looked. You know, it looked like it looked like the Power Five conference college team playing the other team. You know the the Mac or the WEAC or the whatever the hell, pro, because it's first half they'll hang with you. They've got they've got five or six guys that could probably play on your squad. Second half, everybody realizes you've got thirty five guys that would never play on that team, because and you're just deeper. You got more scholarships and you just run them off the field. That's that's what that game felt like. The Lions fought their asses off in the first half. And then the Packers went, oh, wait, we're better than you. Forgot about that. Oh, oh, we've got two AA rounds, and both of them are good. And no, that's four touchdowns. Deal with it. Let's talk about Aaron Jones first. Friend of the show, Aaron Jones. Friend of the show, Aaron UTEP, Jones. UTEP Minor. The pride of UTEP, my number one fantasy football, wanted him every team this season. Had a great game, four touchdowns first since Marshall Falk in 2000. Do that on Monday Night Football. 
Wonderful things about Aaron Jones. If you missed the story, his poor father passed away from COVID in less than a year ago. He wants to honor his father. But he's wearing the ashes as a piece of jewelry around his neck. Yeah, yes. And he loses it after the first touchdown. It's been retrieved at like close to 2 a.m. Uh, Midwest time. I'll call it central time. They eventually found it. Wouldn't you feel like that's not something you wear in a football game? Like right out of the gates here. Like I, I feel like I'm that's sorry. If it's four thing. touchdowns, I'll, I'll wear I'll wear All three. I'll, I'll wear yeah. the whole urn. <laughs> I'll All wear there? the whole yeah the whole I will the whole thing like I'll carry him and I'll, like football in one arm, him under the other, just like I'm trying. Just like when you don't want to make two trips from the car after the grocery store, I will do that if that's what it comes down to. I'm all in for that. Like it, it is, it, it's different. I don't think I would wear. I don't think I would wear someone's ashes. That's just not a me thing. That's just not a. I don't. That that can be a you thing. Yeah. It's not a me thing. I'm not. I'm not an ashes guy. Um, they go on the mantle, or they, or I just don't want anything to do with them at all. But good for, I mean, good for him, I guess. You know, that's how he got to honor him, and he had that, and he, and he made the comment, like, if there was one place he'd want to be lost, it'd be the end zone. So That's good. So good for him. Good, good for him. Whatever works. But if, if I get four touchdowns the first time I wear that thing, I'm wearing it every, every game, rest of my life, no I, matter what. I just thought of an impact sport like football. If you're going to break something, I'm not even talking about the bones in your body. If you're wearing anything, the likelihood of something getting broken would have potentially been that. But nonetheless – he has a great game, a historic game, like we just mentioned. Green Bay looks as if they've fixed it a little bit, but they get tested in week three. They get San Francisco. In Detroit, maybe we'll just get fun quotes from Dan Campbell for the rest of the season. It was Ladanian Tomlinson. It was like his rookie season. He lost like a $100,000 earring during a game. And he's like, yeah, the ground screw will find it. I'm like, you're damn right they'll find it, and you'll never see it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I believe in giving people back their property and whatnot, but – you you lose a hundred thousand dollars worth of earrings. That's on you. That's I'm out. <laughs> you just paid for my family to go to Costa Rica or whatever. There it goes again. Another one. <laughs> same guy. Look same guy. That. Same guy. The police officer. Fan of the show. Fan of, big supporters of Colony PD over here. Levac and Goss. We we're here for you guys. It's, especially if it means you're not going to pull me over on the way home. Um, <laughs> I drive a a white Honda uh, Pilot. No no no. That's it's, not. Uh, it drives a little slow. Usually looks like it's been in a small accident. That's not. I drive that. So please. Oh, don't oh, over. sorry. There you go. Um, no, I, I, it, there was there was fun to that game. There was definitely fun to that game. Again, you, like you said, Darren Jones, Aaron Rodgers has the second half. I think. I I feel weird saying this. I'm actually a little impressed by the Lions coaching staff. Like, they're all like the man up guys. It's like Anthony Lynn, Dan Campbell, like all those guys. I think it works. I got a feeling that the Lions. God forbid they get players. You know, if they if they draft well, if if they if, if free agents buy into that man up kind of foot, bite your kneecap off kind of football, Lions might be good in a year or two. My, <laughs> fan club president Monty's very excited. He's a big Lions fan. Yeah, DeAndre Swift literally jumping over dudes. I they, I don't like golf, but he's he's playing okay. Wasn't there an old formula analytics that if you had a Poor season the year previous, your schedule would be a little softer. It's usually your division foes, then you play a division, and then it kind of gets mixed a little bit with win-loss record. There used to be a formula in the NFL used to have. However the formula worked down for Detroit, someone better double-check it. Your first three games were against San Francisco, Green Bay, and Baltimore this week. How is that fair? <laughs> How is that fair to the Lions? That was their first right. three games. Right. I mean, it, <laughs> some of it's where you play, but yeah, so you've got – yeah. San Fran, Lions, Baltimore, Bears, who 
look like they're manning up a little bit. They're ready to play. Vikings are better than they're than they've played so far. If Dalvin Cooks doesn't get hurt that game, they probably win by two touchdowns. Bengals, okay, whatever. Then the Rams. You're not beating the Rams. You're you're who's who are you backing in a revenge game? Goff or Stafford? And I know St- I know Goff's the one who got who got wrong. Stafford. But Stafford's gonna be looking <laughs> over going, you know how many years of my life you wasted? Yeah. I got you. I'm coming for you. Eagles are better than they were. Steelers, Browns, Bears, Vikings, Broncos. The, the, oh my God! The Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Lions versus Packers. The end of the year. Whoo! And I get it. So it's the way it rotates through, and then it's this or that. But they were, they've been so bad. They should have more bad teams they're playing. Yes. Like the Bengals are in there because of that, and no Jags, no Texans in that mix, right? Jets oh, aren't in that mix. That's that's. That's a murderer. What are they lucky to if they win four? It's a good year with that schedule. Yeah, I'd take the under. It's still, I'll say if they win four, that's pretty. That's that's pretty surreal. That, they did they did pretty good. If they win if they win four of those games, or if they just don't look like doo doo, <laughs> they go they go two and set two and two and fifteen. They win two out of seventeen games, and they don't look like doo doo every week. They can never fire Dan Campbell because who wants to be in that meeting when he gets fired? He'll flip the He's table. Been fired before. He's in fire. He'll be fine. I don't know what happened in those meetings, though. I've never heard no one, of those No, they're all again. gone. They're all dead. No one will ever see them again. Sure. Didn't he get fired like Miami? Yeah, he did. Because he was, the, he was the, the filling coach, right? Yes. It, this is a uh, – I mean, even when you look at his, his, like, again, my rule, the first picture that comes up when, when somebody talks about you. Look at that. That's who you are. That's, <laughs> that's that who you are. Let, camera. Me, let me get it up here. Let me see if I can get it up. Um, yeah, that's that's the first thing that comes up when, when the Danimal – is there? Sorry about the glare. man's man. That's a man's man right there with the flow. He's got the flow. Um, no, I, I, I. He's my age. We're the same age. Would you think Dan Campbell is older or younger than me? I would say he's about the same age. I know. Well, now you know that, jackass. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it would like. No, I put him probably around the same. No, I really would have. Like, because he all right. So he was on the Giants '99 to 2002. He was he played for Dallas '03 through '05, Lions '06 to '08. Finishes his playing career in 09 with the Saints. He was the interim head coach almost right away with the Dolphins. Then he, then he was the Dolphins' tight end coach. <laughs> I was coaching intern. I'm sorry. Then he was the interim head coach in 2015. So so five, six years after he's off the field, he's, he's a head coach. And then assistant head coach in New Orleans. And now he's the head coach with the, with the Lions. Biting off kneecaps. I like me now. I, I want to play for him. Maybe in college. I don't know if the pro thing is working yet, but the college thing, it'd probably be a wild coach in college to play for. It, I, I think it would all depend for me who he had, like who was with him. Because, again, I, I don't, I don't want to sit here and pretend the guy doesn't know football. He obviously knows football. He played. He's coached. He, he's, he's done enough to be respected and get assist, you know, assistant head coach and head coaching jobs and all that stuff. But I don't look at him and go, okay, if I need to X and O, He's my guy, but he's got Anthony Lynn, head coaching experience. He's your offensive coordinator. The assistant head coach, running backs coach is Deuce Staley, who always is in the mix for, for head coaching jobs. Mark Brunel is the quarterback coach. I thought that was a rumor. That's true. The former that's ESPN a, that's a real thing. formerly the, yeah. of Jacksonville and uh, the Washington racial slurs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the guy. He's, he's in there ready to go. Uh, defensive side, Aaron Glenn's the defensive coordinator. Dom Capers is a senior defensive assistant, head coaching experience there. Like He's got... How He's got is, dudes. How old is Dom Capers? Dude, the picture looks rough. The picture He's looks... He's got to be 80. That's not... Yeah, that's not a good look. 
How old is Dom Capers? I yeah. would guess he's 80 years old. And I'm pretty sure Mark Brunel played for the Washington R-Words, right? It was just the Jags, yeah. the yeah. R-Words. I thought he had the Saints in there, too, for a second. Um, I, I can look that up next, but you want Dom Capers' age first. and that's Over under 79 and a half. I'll take the over. I'll take the under. 71. Oh, my God. He looks like he's 80. Woo, 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 woo. How you doing? How, how you doing? Did he, I think he coached the Texans at one point at, like, 99. Uh, might have been the original coach of the Texans. He was the Barbaro. DC, so. maybe? That's old. His first head coaching job was Carolina in 95 to 98. 95? Then he was was head coach of the Texans 02 through 05. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, I was right. So he's the original coach of the Texans. They were 02. Carolina thought George Seifert was the coach, but it might have been Dom Capers. My God. How is he not 80? (laughs) 71? He looks rough. He looks like he's been. He looks like he's been through it. He's been through it a little bit. I think is is what we're looking at right here. Um, and then you want Mark Brunel's playing career. Look at this. Just listen. Welcome to Levant God's Techies Tuesdays, where I will Google everyone's careers. <laughs> uh, Brunel. Yep. He did play for Washington. He did play for Jacksonville. Those were his his middle two teams. Started his career in Green Bay. Oh, I then that. Jacksonville, then Washington, Saints. Two years as a New York Jet. Wow, I forgot about his time in New York. Look at Mark Brunel. I'm sure he did too by that point. They did not have an <laughs> offensive line. So that did not help for him to uh to really walk out of that feeling good about the world. Um I don't yeah, I, I they're gonna be fun to watch. I'm gonna watch the Lions play. They're not like they're they're entertaining, at least the first half. Sneaky thing you might want to do, you might want to go over to Rivers and bet first half Detroit a couple of times, you know, especially off bye weeks and things like that, because they're gonna go out, they're gonna go out there pumped up. You know, the, the Danimals are going to get pumped up. They're going to go out there and handle business now you've got until me, they can't. Until they can't. I've got me thinking about later this week, giving a second look at Ravens-Lions first half. That probably won't be available until later in the week. That's interesting. Yeah, I have, no, I have no clue about that just yet. Um, I can tell you for the game. I mean, that's the, the game is out already, but there's – um, I don't know if I would touch that game, to be honest with you. Maybe the first half, like I said, but – Ravens eight and a half point favorite. Oh man, I should have said eight and a half out loud. I really, Levac. <laughs> you know that's one of my things. I'm very close on spreads. I actually, you actually do real, really well. Eight and a half. Never it, looking at it. It is something you've always done. Like you're terrible at power rankings, but as far as picking out spreads, you're pretty good. Your power rankings are always god awful. The worst. You have no understanding of what teams are better than other teams. No, that's it's a long standing known thing on this show. Uh, Levac God's live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration uh, Studios right here, and um. <laughs> I'm literally getting text messages right now because I, I started um I started a problem earlier for the fun of it. Uh-oh. They moved my desk when I was over at the uh, Empire offices because my desk used to be out in the main room. But, like, those are where the guys who actually do, like, mitigation work are. There's no reason for me to be out there. You know me. I don't care about that kind of stuff. They put me in another room. So I have, like, my own office now. Like, I, have the, I can close doors, all that stuff, right? But because Mike Corda, dear friend and boss of mine, wasn't here i got everybody going i know he's not watching because he's i think he's driving back from a job i got everybody to reach out to me levac freaked out when he saw that you moved his desk freaked out <laughs> lost it stormed out i text him like you're a piece of blah 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 for not backing me up and let me keep my desk i had my stuff they went through my stuff like everything like that so i'm just getting text messages we gave you an office and i'm right back but that was my desk I think he thinks I'm really mad. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to go on for? <laughs> the rest of the um, day? Tomorrow? Wednesday? Thursday? Friday? At some point today, he'll call me and be like, are you serious? Are you being serious right now? 
Are you like really? That's your problem? And you're gonna you say know. no, go watch yeah. the show. Right. <laughs> At some point he's gonna be like, I I I brought you over here. I you know, I made you president of a team. I did all these things, you're working your ass, you're doing a great job, and you're gonna care about where your desk is. And I'll be like, No, not really. No, no, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, but it's fun to give you it's fun to give you crap. Um, all right, we are we are again techie fire and water restoration, Facebook page, Godzilla. YouTube, and then all the places you get your podcast, like Price Chopper and Hannaford and, uh, and, and Cumberland Farms and no, Stewart's. No, no, no. Apple, Spotify, Google Play is where you get your podcasts. Playgrounds, right. You should, right. Just, you should just mill around playgrounds with your earbuds in, and that's where you'll hear our, right? No. Stare at children weirdly. That's what you should do, and then our podcast, some, right in your ears. Some person is going to be like, I really want to listen to a podcast. They put their like lawn mowing earphones on. <laughs> now the podcast is through this, right? You just what do you do to turn one off? The best way to listen. There goes again. I love this guy. He's Five. working. He's working. Uh, the best way to listen to uh, Levac and Gaz Techies Tuesdays is in the Techies parking lot. That's the best place. Uh, just right in front of us here on, on Central <laughs> oh, Avenue. Oh, got a visitor. Yeah, we do have. It appears to be a Yankee fan. Apparently, yeah, has not been watching this season. Um, but we are here. And uh, I do want to give a little shout out to my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. You should give them a call, 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. The amount of people that I have come up to me and say, uh, for whatever reason, they don't sleep. And is it really work? What's it like? Whatever. Well, I heard there were recalls. Not on this. That's the, this. There was some CPAP issues, whatever. And hey, look, if you're comfortable with those, good for you. It's all about sleeping. That's all Dr. Dreer cares about is that you're healthy, happy, and you're getting a good night's sleep. That's why he's got this perfect mouthpiece that he has found, and it's custom fit to your mouth. You're good to go. It keeps your airway open. That's what I've been using. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. God's honest truth, first week or two, I didn't want to wear it. Now, if I start to fall asleep without it in, I like, I'll pop up and put it in, and now I'm done. I'm going to sleep. So 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. These are the people to help you sleep. Help your, If you know somebody who snores, listen, maybe you don't realize you're a snorer. Maybe you're like me at the sleep apnea where you stop breathing and people give you crap about it. You're like, leave me alone. You want to leave you alone? 518-885-6185. It'll get it done. Maybe he doesn't shut up. Maybe she snores. You know an easy way to get her to stop snoring? 518-885-6185. Honey, I'm concerned about your health. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Realistically, you just want to sleep. You know, she talks enough during the day. You don't want to hear her snore at night too, right? Am I right, fellas? You know, Dr. Drew does not condone that statement. Uh, 518-885-6185, <laughs> the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, Dr. Fred Dreer. Pause the podcast, hit the rewind button, make sure you write down the number and call them now, and then go back to listen to us if you're listening on replay of that. That's how important it is to make sure you call our friends. How'd you watch the game last night? Guys, uh, I watched it off my phone, <laughs> streamed it on the uh, the baby's play area. You don't even get to TV. watch on TV anymore. I watch it. On, I mean, there's a TV in there, yeah, but I didn't. What's like the t- what was the TV on? What Baby Shark t- or something? What was on before that? Uh, what was it on before that? It might oh, you stream your phone too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that's okay. what you meant. I'm sorry. Was that? I thought you meant that? there was something on the TV and you were watching on your phone. No, 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 no. Okay, I've done that before. Um, yeah, I. Did you? But did you watch the ESPN one or the ESPN two? Did you watch the regular? Did you watch um, the traditional or yes, the Manning feed or the I, Manning cast? I caught two minutes of the Manning feed back to back weeks. I watched the traditional broadcast is what I've been watching. I think that 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 is the appropriate way to watch the Manning cast is like two minutes. Like when the game's out of hand and you're sick of of listening to, you know, uh, was it Lewis Riddick and and Brian Greasy just try to tell you about. 
you know, DeAndre Swift walked up a hill backwards or whatever hell they figured out what stat they found. That's when you watch the Manning cast. I freaking hate the Manning cast. I thought I would love it, and I think that if it was a separate show, like just those two cutting it up, I'm fine with it. I can't pay attention to the freaking game. Like if you if you're watching that, it's because you don't care about the game. That's all there is to it. And hey, and that, if that's for you, great. But this they have got to be. This has got to be the worst thing to happen to Monday Night Football since what? Dennis Miller, oh. Tony Kornheiser, you know anything? You know the Booger Mobile, like all of these <laughs> things because. All I hear are these people, oh, you got to watch it. And I watch it for like 15 minutes. I'm like, this is, I mean, it's, it's, they're mildly entertaining, but there's, DeAndre Swift just jumped over a human being. Like he just pulled a full-blown Superman leaping a building in a single bound. And I'm listening to freaking, you know, five-head Manning talk to, you know, no expression baby Manning. And then Gronk looked like an idiot. Gronk was a terrible interview. I just, it's terrible. It's bad. The Manning cast Levac, I completely agree with you on it. I've Thank it you. Twice. Finally, we agree on something. <laughs> 25 years or something. <laughs> Back-to-back weeks, I just could only last a few minutes because it just wasn't good. And if look, if you like the main cast, please, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Gons, no, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. You, YouTube. You, your, your opinions are relevant. YouTube or Facebook like here on Techies. Right. I'm actually you like that, interested irrelevant. about the main cast because I don't know who it's for. Like, you mentioned that. Like, okay. If you don't want to watch the game, then you go to the Manning cast. But we're talking about Peyton and Eli Manning, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So let's not argue that, but let's just do that. Like yeah. two Hall of Fame entertaining guys. Both have hosted Saturday Night Live. They both have personalities, all that stuff. This seems like one of these situations where somebody's agent called up ESPN, Peyton or Eli, it doesn't matter. Hey, we're going to pitch this idea. Remember how good Peyton's place was? Here's what we're going to do instead. Peyton's place is pretty cool. Like his show right. on ESPN where right. he goes and tours, that's good. Whatever their agent did, pitched it well enough for ESPN to say, wow, this seems like a great idea. Marketability from the New York to the Midwest to the South, the Tennessee and Old Miss connections. We're going to cover so many fan bases that you're going to tune in and watch this. Who is it for, though? I think, I think you're close to how this took place, but I think this is how it took place. Okay. And, and no, I'm, I, you think I'm going to say something shitty. I'm not. No, no, I, for no, once, I, I swear. A, I have a feeling you're going to mention his no, brother, the third no, one. No, okay. Yeah. Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> You guys better go ahead and take my brothers or I'll get you. Um, <laughs> he's so busy worrying about where his kid's going to go play college football. Yeah. No, I think what happened is, I mean, for ever since, ever since Peyton, I was 100% retired. We got to get Peyton in the booth. 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 And then when Eli retired, a lot of people, including myself, were like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if Peyton and Eli did it? Like, even if like, one put Cooper on a freaking sideline, I say put him in a dress. Because I just think that would be cool, and and then have these guys do the do this show together. I bet you any money, ESPN called them. We know they called them about Monday Night Football at one point, at least Peyton. They said we won't do that because that will involve prepping and knowing the numbers of every player and stuff like that. We did that enough in our career. We don't have to do that. We don't care. What we're willing to do is you help us book some cool guests. We'll sit in whatever living room or whatever we watch the game in. We'll cut it up for a couple hours during the game. We'll we watch Monday Night Football together anyway, so we'll just we'll let you watch us watching Monday Night Football. And and look, there are parts of it I really like, like Week One when he tries to when Peyton tries to put the freaking helmet on and it doesn't fit because he's Herman freaking Munster, but he's calling out the play and he's telling you how everything's going in the hall. I loved that, but you could cut to that during the game. This week when he when he <laughs> when Eli and Peyton Manning begin to. 100% have a conversation about how dirty they felt the Patriots really were. I loved that. That was great. 
But again, you can cut to that. I don't need that for the entire game. It's just not good enough. It's just it's it's distracting from the actual action on the field. It's this bash here between traditional media and non-traditional media because all that stuff you laid out there. You, you love can, non-traditional media. I do because do. this is what it is, though. Like you couldn't do that in 2011. We so didn't have the technology, right? Like yeah. you, you could probably be like, "Hey, you got to either broadcast or there's no other option." Now these these options, and even though it's new and different, people said, "Let's give it a shot." They've done these mega casts before for ESPN, but they'd have it for the College Football National Championship. So you'd have a coach cast. Okay, the audience is maybe high school and college coaches who want to learn more about football, and even young youth coaches. Okay, great. There's your audience. You had the young Gen Zers that like. Yeah, like Bill Walton and like all the popular younger hosts, Jason Fitz and stuff. Like, okay, they're going to be in this broadcast. Cool. That's like the younger crowd. Bill have, Walton's the younger crowd? Oh, because the younger crowd, he appeals, goofy, he appeals, yeah, to, blah, blah, blah. talks about the weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I don't know who this is supposed to appeal to. Like, if you're, It's people like, who just kind of like football. I guess. I like Monday Night Football is like X's and O's and grinding out. You mentioned Dennis Miller and Tony Kornheiser. The reason they face so much heat is because that audience in particular, like football. Like, I need football. Like, that's it. Like, that's if, the most diehard audience of probably any of them. If it was a game I didn't care about, I'd be in. Let me see if we can find a game. Because I, I actually think the schedule makers, for the most part, have done a, a, a really good job this year. Next Monday night, Eagles at Cowboys. I'm watching that. I care about that. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. You got, my, you got my attention. Raiders Chargers the week after that. That could decide the AFC West if Kansas City falls a couple more times. Kansas City, here's the thing. Kansas City don't care about the regular season. Kansas City does not care about the regular season. They're gonna, they'll be in the playoffs. If it's a wild card, it doesn't matter. So they don't care. You could, that could, that could be a big deal. Uh, you go to, I mean, I'm still going. Colts at Ravens. I might not care about that if the Colts keep being poopy. And if the Colts don't figure out quarterback, I might not care about that one. That might be when I watch on the Manning cast because I think that's what you watch. You watch when you don't care. Uh, Bills at Titans. I care about that. That's that's going to be a fist fight. Saints at Seahawks. Maybe. I don't know. It depends about your boy, Jameis. I don't know what's going on there. Giants at Chiefs, week eight. That's a Manning cast. That's a Manning cast right there, I think. If the, if, if the Giants haven't won a few games by then, that's, that's a Manning if cast. If Eli gets negative or Eli gets a little raw oh, in that episode, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the best stuff is going to show up on Twitter almost instantly anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the Patriots stuff was on Twitter almost, almost instantly. Um, I think uh, this is see this is one diabetes. I enjoy the Manning brothers way better than Joe Buck for three hours. But, but <laughs> Joe Buck is okay. At least Joe Buck talks about the game. I I can't, I can't go I can't go too bad with that. I I, I mean, but I get it because like for me it was always Chris Collinsworth. Like I've always I think the only reason I don't hate Joe Buck is because everybody else hates Joe Buck. Chris Collinsworth, I've had enough people defend Chris Collinsworth to me, and I'm like, no, stop it. Stop it. No. But it, it, if you like it, you like it. I, I just, it's just not my, it's not my jam. It's, I, I think if you're really paying attention to the game, it's harder to pay attention to the game with them talking. And if their guests aren't good, it really derails it. Like you, you and I have an interesting perspective on this because we've been in spots where we've interviewed guests who are like bigger names, but yeah. if the interview is not good, it's not good. You just yeah, can't get, get out, out of it. You're get stuck. Right. But like, what do Peyton and Eli do? They don't have that type of, I guess, media training where it's like, Hey, this is bombing. Yeah, but we got another five minutes. What are we supposed to <laughs> right. do? Right. We got, filming we got to I'm fill like, three hours of this damn Manning cast because you signed up for it. You don't have a Raiders helmet this week to put on your melon. You got you to gotta pay attention. Like, I don't know. It's, like, it's just not for me. It's just, I don't, eh, 
It's not my thing. Me neither. It's going to last the entire season, though. I think the more, oh, more people. I don't think it's going away. Them, no. If any, the worst case scenario, they'll move it off ESPN2 and they'll put it on ESPN+, Plus, which will give it some kind of exclusivity and people will go get it. I, I don't think they're far off of what I want it to be. I, I really do think it needs to be like an easy button. So, like, if you're if if Riddick and Greasy and everybody are sitting there and it's it's just you're, it's a, it's a beating, it's a drubbing, and they've talked about you know some guy's crochet habit or whatever he does, but there's nothing to do, and then you just go, what do you guys think? And you just kick over and there's and you just wind them up and let them run. The Manning boys are here. Oh, well, you know what I think? I think uh, Peyton's got a giant forehead. <laughs> and then we and we go about our business. I wonder if it's like also about casting the widest net because they could have done these two other options. You could have had a betting alternative broadcast because there's a big betting audience. Like, okay, what are you wagering on this play? If you're you kind of had that with McAfee. Yep. Last night, that was the one I did flip over when McAfee was on there. That might be the thing. Is Pat McAfee need to be more involved? And and biggest problem I have with it is whoever's dialing in does not always have a good connection. Like, like yeah. it's pretty sad that the funny commercial with Gronkowski and Brady is that Brady calls Gronk to see if he should retire, and Gronk's, no, man, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do, yeah, retire, you got to have fun, whatever. And then all he hears is, you should play for Tampa, and I might join you. Like, that was the connection Gronk had. There were points where Gronk would be here, and then, like, yeah. and he was over here. It was, the, like, that, that should be a thing. Like, ESPN should be like, all right, can we can we just see your Wi-Fi score? Can we see, <laughs> can we see your grade? You got, like, you at least, you at least got some, you got some 5G going, something? You got, what do you got? The other thing they could do is a fantasy alternative broadcast, but maybe that's just red zone. But who's the who's the host though? Because I think you, that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you put, you got to have the right guy. Like if we're doing a gambling one, that was because like Pat McAfee made it funny because he started talking about the fact that he really needed, he needed the score to end where it was. Doug Kazarian, Joe Fortenbaugh, guys we've interviewed before. Maybe one of those guys from. I love I love those guys. I love. It's like that sound I bet. I'm a I'm a friend of theirs. But they couldn't carry a three-hour broadcast. Also, Daily Wager is a podcast. And Daily Wager, I love Daily Wager. It's kind of boring. But I wouldn't, it's would you, it is with the information style, but you know what you're going for. I'm not going to stop paying attention to the game for Doug Kassarian to tell me about the fact that he's, you know, he's just found a middle in the second half of Raiders-Ravens. You know what I mean? Like, that's, and that could be the other thing is, like, maybe it's the old man, like, get off my lawn crap that I got going on right now. I didn't buy a 65-inch television for you. I shrink the game to 40. Like, you know, it's like I don't – fly is in here. It's, like, ridiculous. Um, it, it's – man, I just, it just wasn't my thing, I, I, I guess. Um, I love diving. I miss this dude. I haven't, we haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, I want to know how much McAfee had on the pack made the end of the game actually interesting. Yeah, it, and that's that, – it, it sounded like it was a lot of money. It sounded like it was a substantial amount of money. Because he, he, he is 100% right. Pat McAfee was in. Like, there was points where you could see Manny's were talking to him, and McAfee's just looking at the TV like, no, this is, this is important. Like, this, shh. <laughs> he also has a great story about betting with the Manny's. I don't know if you caught that, too, about basically, long story short, not to ruin it, I'd go watch it. But at the end of the story is Peyton walked by and said, put some money on 18 for me. And everybody saw Peyton Manning put it on 18. It hit, and the place went berserk because it actually hit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, McAfee's really good. He's really, really good. He's he's McAfee is like the the bridge between ESPN and Barstool. Like he's got yeah. the credibility from being on the football field, but he's got the wild side that that Barstool brings. Like he's he is that middle ground, and he's and I, I I never thought I would like him as much as I like him. Hashtag for the brand, as they say. 
I wish he didn't do it though, because I think we used to say something similar to that. I can't remember exactly. We said something. We used to do something similar, and he's he's now he owns it, so I can't. We can't say that. That's no good. You can't do that. Best what's best for the show? I think we said something along the variations oh, of that. Good to right? the show. I've always said the good show. good to the show yeah, clause. Good to the show. good to the show clause. I can still say that. Yeah. Good to the show clause. Yeah. All right. The good is, good to the show. Good to the show. That's a, that's 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 the thing that's happening. All right. Time for the uh, the rapid recap. The week two NFL rapid recap right here on one hundred four five. The team. But nope. first, no, it's not on that station anymore. But close. oh, geez, I just that's the first time I've done that. That's the first time I've done that. I know. I know. I'm just gonna. Awkward, <laughs> I'm just gonna awkwardly move on. What's up, boys? How you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna awkwardly move on. Uh, I don't know if it's awkward or not. Is it? I mean, it's because I've done it on other stations from station to station. Because uh, we always, you know, I, I wonder how many times I tracked a show on Q. For the weekend and track that were taped, okay? I taped every one of them. I'll be edited out on the other um, side of the podcast. Oh, you're gonna take it all out? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, leave, it right, leave, leave it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. And I, I know for a fact that because we would do the show and then I would either do the other show before or after. There had to be breaks where you're sitting there listening to like coming out me coming out Metallica. Like, I have Metallica right here. I want to. And like, wait, that's not the right station. <laughs> <laughs> before we get there, I wanted to shout out one of our great partners. By the way, I gave him a shout out at the Hideaway on Sunday. My yeah. wife went back and was hearing this at this point. She thought it sounded sensual, this read. Ooh. And also the look you gave me. I don't know. Go back and watch the Sunday episode. This is how I shout our friends over at Johnstone Supply and Tri- I don't think it's a sensual read here, but fall is officially here, and that means changes are coming to your home. Ooh. Does your furnace need a new control board oh, or a does it? lower motor? Am I naughty if it doesn't? Are you looking for an upgrade for your heating system this oh, fall? This is getting hot. The warmer weather is on the way. Okay, that part maybe. It was. The warmer weather <laughs> is on the way and Johnstone Supply and Troy wants to help you. Go stop oh, in. Me, Say hello. Sixth Avenue in Troy where they can answer all the questions that you may need to upgrade your heating system in your home today. Get those upgrades. The furnace. Maybe your air filters need to be fixed. The filters, wherever they might be. Maybe you just don't know what in the world you're doing because you're a new homeowner. They can help you with all those I'm a things. Sixth Avenue in Troy. It is Johnstone Supply in Troy. Stop it today. So that's up to my guy Tom, Kevin, James. Maybe my guy George will be in there as well. Hi, Tom. 518-272-5922. What's the number? 518 518- 518-272-5922-5922. Great jerk eating today. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Yeah, I guess it did sound more sensual than I realized. I don't even need it. I don't even need heating now. It's hot <laughs> here already. What's up, Johnstone? How you doing? How you doing? Um, Someone's going to walk into Johnstone Supply and try, ooh, I've been hearing your reads. <laughs> we should do a day where we answer the me. phones for them. <laughs> no, no. Hi, thanks for calling Johnstone. How are you? Is it hot enough for you? Only do it if Tom answers. Tom, you know, you know what this is from. Hi Tom. Hi Tom. How are you? Is this Johnstone? No, actually, the sun's in my eyes. We all we went off the rails as soon as I said the wrong thing. <laughs> Techies, water, water restoration. That's where we are. Oh, diabetes that made him warm. He's in. He, he's he's in. Uh, we got Ryan McCarthy. Should I drink every time Levac gives the team's calls? And you only have one drink, you'd be potched. If I knew that, we, we should have a drinking game built into the show, though. Okay. We should have something where, like, every time, like, you know what? Now that people can actually see us, every time I make you visibly uncomfortable, everyone should have to drink. <laughs> okay. 
right? Because I've already got you like I've got you at least twice today when I said the wrong thing when I said the wrong calls. Essential, <laughs> they just took yeah, what's yeah, fire right that's there. That's it, and that's well. The second one is your wife's fault. When you, if your wife says we sound steamy, I'm in. I mean, you know, a tall blonde says we sound like we're into something. How you doing? How, so, how is your uh, how is your wife and my kid? And this is number three. Drink, 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 drink. Uh, we are live here at the Techies Flooded Water Restoration Studios. Your best way back to normal. Uh, check my line, tefirewater.com. That's where we are. That's the studios That's we're broadcasting exactly. from. That's right. You got it. As a matter of fact, I paid for all this equipment, so screw the other guys. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're they're only like they're only like a half mile that way. You want to go say hi? No, <laughs> Let's no, take the show on the road. Right here. We'll do the rapid recap for the NFL weekend. You sure? We'll I feel like yes. this would be more fun. No. I feel like just, <laughs> just go sit outside the window of our old studio. No, hey guys, yes. how you doing? <laughs> Woo! All right, let's see. <laughs> Which again, no one's flashed us yet. I don't know what's going on around here. It's I very got, that guy got close. He did the the one walking. Yeah, he definitely. He he definitely did. Walking, by the way. Sorry. I don't even want to say this. I'm just going to put this one up. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to say it. You can read it for yourselves. Uh, gonna, you can go ahead and read that for yourselves. Going to need tech yeast after the, the fire that right, that Reed caused. <laughs> All right, Dive Eating is now officially the producer of Levac Gaz live from the Tech East Fire Water Restoration Studios. All right, week two rapid recap for you. Uh, another fun weekend of football. I think we're starting to see some of the you know the cream rise. You're seeing some teams really start to you know step out of of what you thought they might be maybe they're better than you thought they were we'll come back to them all after this and kind of grade them actually why don't we grade them as we go through if you don't okay. want to do that yeah I can do some so grades. let's start with this let's start with if the season ended today based on this win the raiders after beating the steelers 26 17 would be the number one seed in the AFC. there are there are seven teams in the national football league who are two and oh and only two in the afc and the raiders are one of them are the Raiders better than we thought they are? Are they an actual playoff contender? Ooh, playoff contender? Uh, I told you preseason it's going to be a coin flip between the Broncos and the Raiders. I w- went with the Broncos. I'm not going to hop off Denver because Denver could start 3-0 as well. Uh, they're 2-0. Right. They're the other AFC team that's 2-0. Yep. So This is I- the first time that the, that the Kansas City Chiefs haven't been in first place in the AFC West since, uh, what is it, I think 2016. I have to look and see where that is. Yeah, they 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 haven't. All right, so it's the first time they haven't had possession of first place in the AFC West since week 16 of 2016. I would say I'm the most surprised by the Raiders because of the matchups they had in this season. I told you I thought Pittsburgh was going to smack them around on Sunday, especially coming off that win against Buffalo. It's way too early to say this, but I'll just dangle it over. Is this the best job Coach John Gruden's done with the Raiders? It's only two games that you can see like way too soon, but. I mean, uh, the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit for how well they played the first two games, for sure. I'll put it like this. It's the first time the Raiders have started a season 2-0 and with wins over playoff teams from last season in the Super Bowl era. First time they've ever done that. Second time in the Super Bowl era, they've started 2-0 and with both wins as underdogs. So, I mean, it's. I think what you are seeing a little bit of is Derek Carr and Gruden getting each other now. Like, no more of this, I'm going to pick another guy, and I think part of that helped when to blew his quad out. But uh, Raider, Raiders over Steelers. Steelers, playoff team, not playoff team. I was the one who thought they were pretty good. I still think they're good. I think they're giving people fits, but I don't think they're a playoff team. I do not think they're a playoff team. I feel as if the AFC North is actually better than I thought it was going to be because Cincinnati actually looks like it can compete. And Baltimore, despite not having running backs, they're good. Really good. 
Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And then once they circled those wagons, they ran over the Dolphins with those wagons, 35-0. Josh Allen said, I don't need to spell relax for you because I'm just going to slap the hell out of a division opponent. Bills win. I mean, they are who we thought they were. Nice to not have Dolphin fan complain on social media. Enough of that nonsense out of Dolphin fan on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else, Instagram. For the Bills, great win. Dolphins seem to be a good team. It's more about Miami, though. Sorry, Bills Mafia. I'm not trying to kind of underestimate the victory ahead against a divisional opponent, but the real question is Miami. Tua, can he actually stay healthy? Like, It's been a concern back to Alabama. Every time this guy hits, and I've joked around since he's been in the league that he actually shrunk from when he showed up in college. He does look smaller. Is is it the white? I don't know what it is. (laughs) Is it the teal? How big are Alabama's shoulder pads they use in college? (laughs) I mean, even Najee Harris looks smaller. Uh, Tua, seriously, Miami has to have a a thought of, and there was rumors before of whether or not Tua was going to last. Does Miami now say, you know what? I know you got hurt. Deshaun Watson is not playing for Houston. We're just done waiting. We're going to pull the. We're going to pull this at some point and say we're making the move for Deshaun Watson. Once we figure out exactly what happens with the legal stuff, he's going to be our quarterback in 2022. It could happen. I, I could see that. I think. I think we wait and see though is what Jacoby Brissett does, because he is a version of what you kind of thought you were getting from Tua. Because look, Tua is more of a pocket passer, but he he they did move him out of the pocket a lot. Brissett's really good at that. He's larger. He's durable. He can throw the ball downfield. Not as accurate as Tua. But Brissett's a guy that if you're willing to run the football, play solid defense, a la the Patriots way, which is what he came up in and which we know Flores came up in, he might you might win a lot of football games with him. So I think you see what Brissett can do, but, you know, Watson's going somewhere. Why not? Why not South Beach? Why not? Uh, hey, I don't know if you uh, knew this. Patriots kind of good. Kind of a good team. <laughs> They went 25-6. Zach Wilson throws four interceptions. Do you know the only Jets rookie quarterback to throw more than four interceptions in a game? Ooh. I would guess Mark Sanchez. You'd be correct. I found that out from Rex Ryan on the radio earlier this week. <laughs> uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, no, yes. And, and look, Sanchez turned out okay. Peyton Manning threw 28 interceptions his rookie season. This, this is, I think this is Zach Wilson's growing pains. I think they're seeing what he's doing. It's going to be very interesting how this thing takes place. But I heard Albert Breer say that the Patriots have been in third and 10 or longer. They've been third down plays 28 times this season. Third and 10 or longer four times. They are putting Mac Jones in a position to succeed. Third and short, if, if anything, run the football, play solid defense, be good on special teams, win enough games, stick around, and then kick the hell out of you when you least expect it. Mac Jones is being brought along the right way. Belichick is the best coach we've ever seen. And if if this keeps up, Patriots are going to be in this thing to the end with the Bills. The weird twist here is that after two weeks, you mentioned how many rookies in the past have struggled. All the rookie quarterbacks have not looked good, and that's almost what's saving Zach Wilson here because right. any other year you have a quarterback that's that bad in New York throwing that many picks. Everyone says it's a horrible pick. They should have taken Fields. They should have taken Jones. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been good either. Mac Jones, as you've laid out there, was good because of everything that's around him, and that's good. Hey, you're good. You're good. That's fine. Yeah. Like, there's no critique needed. But it's, the right way to, it's the right way to do yep. it. That's it. Like, don't ask too much. You know what I mean? Get, get him, give him success. Get him comfortable. That's what you did with Brady. That's what the that's what you've done with the majority of the successful quarterbacks that we've seen start this early. It it works. It gets things done. And 
It's scary. Patriots have now won 11 straight games versus the Jets. Tie for the longest active streak versus a single opponent. Uh, Chiefs over Broncos, Eagles over Jets are the other ones. So Jets are on that, that losing streak twice. I thought that actually would have been number one. You said number three? No, tied for the longest. Okay. So there's say, three. Yeah, okay, so there's okay, three total. Yep. So Chiefs have beat the Broncos 11 straight or have done it. Eagles have beat the Jets 11 straight. Now the Pats have won 11 straight. Over, that that over sounds right. Over the Jets. They're uh, the Bengals, the Bungles, 2017 fall to the Bears. The Bears, uh, has the Justin Fields era begun? Is that what we're doing? And if so, can they win? Dalton gets hurt. Fields wasn't great. That's the thing you thought this would be the moment. We had called it on Sunday's show. Didn't I say that at some point in that game they were going to make the move for Fields? And you mentioned that Matt Nagy wants to hold it off for his job. He had no choice because Dalton gets hurt. And you would have thought like Andy Dalton against his old team, he would have really wanted to play well against Cincinnati. That stuff means a lot, especially when you play there for a long time and they move on from you. That was a gross game. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot to be proud of. It's the Roquan old Smith picked six, the best play of the game. Yeah, he's I really, mean, he's really good. Roquan Smith is really good. Right. Well, you got to be. If you're going to be an inside linebacker for the Bears, you better be good. Also, better. Jamar Chase is really good. All that stuff about him dropping footballs has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, uh, it is impressive. Uh, Bengals not going to do anything. Bears may be a player. I would say the Bengals have actually impressed me more than Chicago. The NFC North is worse than the AFC North. So as weird as this is, this is probably where these teams are. Chicago is better than Cincinnati, but it's more about the divisions for those two teams going forward. Joe Burrow throws three interceptions in that game. That is just that is that's fugly. Uh, you can't you can't do, you can't do that, my friend. Browns look like they were going to get uh, beat by the Texans. Texans have come out and look good in two straight games. Baker Mayfield gets hurt, comes back out, gets the win, 31-21. Browns over the Texans. Browns injuries. Odell Beckham Jr. was an early scratch in the week. Jarvis Landry gets hurt. He's week to week now. So if you thought Cleveland should have focused on the running attack before, get ready for a lot of running the football behind that really good offensive line. As for Houston, uh, Cam Newton's phone hasn't rung yet. Your third string quarterback and a rookie, Davis Mills. You're going to run with him over Cam. Huh? Like maybe this is well, what they're going to do, though, after the Thursday night that. game. Not just that. This guy named Sean Watson sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> he's there. I mean, you're better. You're good enough that with a good quarterback, you're going to win football games. You're good enough. Is it at this point? I actually, Google this today. So this is the Deshaun Watson thing. Is it not even Houston's fault? Is Deshaun Watson holding out? So he's like, I'm not playing for you guys. What don't you get about that? Either I'm getting oh, traded. I don't think he's in that position anymore because they are paying him. I looked yeah. this up today. They are going to pay him his 10.6 million dollars owed this season. Whether he's going to be on the field or not, and Watson said he wouldn't play for the Texans. Well, it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. I am also not playing quarterback for the Texans. I would like some money. <laughs> I, I mean, if the prereq is to not play quarterback for the Texans to make over ten million dollars, I'm your Huckleberry. Like what? Look, <laughs> what? Let's go. Get can can I get a little? Can I? I've never even gotten a massage. I'll take my, my, my $10 million, please. Can we get, can we get that happening? Um, Wait, let, me, let me get over under 0.5. Over under 0.5. Cam Newton or Deshaun Watson play quarterback for the Texans this season. Games. Under. Under. Okay. Cam's done. I don't think anybody's going over Cam. I really don't. I, I just don't. I don't feel like it's going to happen. I, I just don't see how it makes you a better team. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather see what I have in Mills. I'd rather see what I have. Get a better draft pick, and that way I know I'm in the play for Spencer Rattler or whoever the hell else if I, if I can't make things work. You're going to get quarterback anyway. You're not building around Taylor. You know, hot no. rods fun and all. Don't get me wrong. I like him. He's a good quarterback. He's probably better than he gets credit for, but he's you're not building around him. Um, but the Texans, they're they're kind of fun to watch. They're kind of getting things done. That that low expectation is getting things done for them. Lowered expectations. 
Titans. Uh, how about the Rams going into Indy? They went 27 to 24 over the Colts. I feel like that's a big, big win. I mean, I know you, have to, you know, Wentz get hurt again. You know, a lot of the Colts, Colts are just, I mean, Frank Reich must have like angered a gypsy or, 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 you know, tripped over a leprechaun. I don't know what unlucky thing he did to piss off the fates, but he's done something because I don't know if there's a better coach who gets worse luck than Frank Reich, but Rams are really good. You go up against a better team, a good team, not a better team than you, a good team on the road. Even with Wentz getting hurt, you get that win. The Rams are going to be scary this year. They're going to be freaking scary. I'm glad I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and we'll find out for sure next week how much of a contender they are. Yeah, Cooper Cup, man. He's always been good for that team. It's, it's time to start talking about Cooper Cup as a top 10 wide receiver. If he's not, if maybe some people on the East Coast have not given him that type of credit, he's putting up numbers. He's a huge part of that offense. It's almost funny with Wentz at this point. It's not like sad. It's funny that no matter where Carson Wentz goes, not only is he derailing the franchise, but now he's having just ridiculous ways to miss games. Yeah. Two ankles. How does that even happen that you are two ankles? There's something. There's just something. I, again, he also angered a uh, leprechaun. Uh, by the way, Cooper Cup's so good. He is now the name of my fantasy football team. <laughs> As I play against my daughter, cupping farts is the uh, I play. I, I play my daughter this week in the league. Her uh, team's name is Piggy Cheese. Not really sure what that means. Don't think I want to know. We we move on. Rams, I'm, I feel if if you picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl and you made Stafford your MVP, you should feel pretty good about the world right now, right? You should start trailing it. Every week, just walk to Rivers and bet another $5 on your bet. And just trail it I'm all not the way opposed. to February. I'm not opposed. Yeah. And if you go without me, just let me know. I'm going to owe you 5 bucks. I do owe you 10 bucks. You do? Oh, you do owe me 10 bucks. Did you make? <laughs> did I tell you what? what were you, weren't you supposed to bet something with that? I haven't done it yet. I, I thought you yet. were supposed to bet. What are you... No, I'm going to do this weekend for you. I was like, bought I thought... you a beer, and then we really had a lot of beers. I thought you were supposed to bet something this weekend. Uh, no, you know what? I think you were supposed to put it on Jacksonville, and you didn't go, so that works out well for me because that was a crappy play on my part. <laughs> All right, you still got 10 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> woohoo! All right. Gazi's <laughs> laziness is good for me. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Texans not giving me 10 mil. Gazi's giving me $10. Uh, all right, so that's uh, that was big. 49ers. West Coast going east. Eagles look better than I thought they were going to, but not quite good enough as the 49ers find a way to get it done 17 to 11 in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts is still really good. Better uh, than I thought really by good. a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo is maybe quite possibly playing the best football of his career. And I know right. he had that really nice stretch there in that four-game suspension area where Brady was sitting out for all the stuff that happened and Deflategate and all that nonsense. But Garoppolo is like, hey – I know you drafted Trey Lance. I'm going to do everything possible for you guys never to play him. Yeah. You paid me a ton of money. Do never, ever put him on the field. Watch how good we are with him. And good for yeah. Look, every athlete responds differently to that stuff. And Garoppolo has that massive chip on his shoulder. He's been really good. What would you, what would you pay them to get Garoppolo? Now, obviously, you got to assume they're not going to do it anytime soon. But at some point, Trey Lance is probably playing this year. At some point, even if it's you know a quarter here, a couple plays there, what would you pay the Niners if you were a quarter? If you if you were Indy, and you're a quarterback away, what would you pay? Two first, three first? Because remember, you got to pay more because he's good and they might need him. The problem with the trade like that for Garoppolo is they would have to just build like offensive line and D line and think Lance is the absolute perfect player for this. Here's the issue with San Francisco: I don't think they want to do the trade. 
Because yeah. remember, Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback who helped them get to the Super Bowl. That season, he was a little bit below average. He right. was right around well, especially when after the playoffs. Yeah, but look, how much differently do we view Jimmy Garoppolo if they win that game? They have a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. How do we view Garoppolo in the course of legacies and top-tier ranks and everything else? If right now I had to pick who I think San Francisco has a better chance to get to the Super Bowl with, I'd pick Garoppolo. And I think San Francisco feels the same way, that they're a Super Bowl team. If it's not L.A., why can't it be San Fran? So they think they're a Super Bowl team with Garoppolo under center. Ooh. I mean, he's all he all he does, they're a better team with him on the field. That's always been that's always been the case. But uh contract you're looking at right now with Garoppolo. Uh it was it it felt like a giant deal with five years, 137 million. You're looking at 25-ish, 26, 27 million in the next two years each year. It's not a ridiculous number for a quarterback anymore. It's not. Like it's it. He it's set the big, bar for it. But again, and you also have so many guys. Like, like Mostert is a guy that, you know, when he does come back next year, hopefully he doesn't cost you a ton of money. You draft well. Your defense is pretty stout. You don't, you don't necessarily need to worry about it. You just go and I can burn $27 million on a guy who I may or may not play the next year. <laughs> How crazy <laughs> is that? All right, uh, getting down to uh, Jets fans. Sam Darnold is dealing. For the Carolina Panthers, they are two and zero. Oh, they beat the Saints twenty-six to seven. Darnold, twenty-six completions, thirty-eight attempts, three hundred five yards, two, two touchdowns. Sam Darnold has gotten out of out of the New York gangrene, just the gase and all the that he had on him, and he's living the dream in Carolina. That was one of the early scores in the one o'clock window. And from that first score in that game, think about this, a divisional game where New Orleans was arguably the most impressive team in week one. That was never competitive. Carolina smacked New Orleans. Now, why is that happening? Carolina Panther fan, if you want, you got a chance to say you're the only 3-0 team after Thursday night if you guys go out and beat Houston, which is more than likely going to happen with them playing a third <laughs> string quarterback. And I can't believe the line's only at seven and a half right now. Maybe it's moved since. How much is it about Matt Rule and Joe Brady? Like, how much more time does Joe Brady, the OC formerly of LSU, who helped with that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase team, have left as an offensive coordinator in the NFL? Is it everybody's number one candidate for a job in both college and the NFL next year? Probably. And those two together are turning Sam Darnold into one of the best quarterbacks so far in September in the NFL. I think they deserve a ton of his credit. True or false, Joe Brady is going to be the USC head coach. Ooh. Because that that job that's the that's the nine hundred pound gorilla in the room right now. Oh man, that's the key. Any, anybody who anybody who does a good job coaching or looks like they're somewhere they don't belong, but they're a good coach, they're they're the USC coach. I don't think Urban Meyer's going. I don't. I don't think he's. I think you, you leave. It's one thing if you leave after a year or two in Jacksonville, but you leave a couple weeks in in Jacksonville. You, now now you're Petrino. You know that's you just can't do that. But Joe Brady, I mean. Right now, true. I just went through the NFL teams, and I thought, okay, what NFL opening is the most likely to end? And it's right now just so even. There's no guaranteed opening in the NFL. I thought about the Bears, but the Bears with Justin Fields, maybe they give Nagy another season. So much season still left. Yes, true. Joe Brady's going to coach USC. Unless, no, no, true. Joe Brady. Well, that and guys, it's the Tech East Tuesday. Uh, not so rapid recast from uh, from the week two of the NFL. The other 2-0 team in the AFC is the Broncos. Teddy Two Gloves. Looking good. Jacksonville looked like they were going to make me look super smart early, but they ended up falling 23 to 13. 
Trevor Lawrence, couple couple flashes, couple flashes like he belonged out there, but after that, it just got back to the fact that you know you've got you've got a bridge quarterback and bridge water, and you've got a defense that can play football, a well coached team that isn't getting very upset about anything. Broncos win, the Broncos win. The Broncos. Shout out to our guy Jonathan. We before we offend his Broncos oh. here, they're playing well. I'm sure more and more Broncos. Jonathan did fans. bring up that the problem with Indianapolis is they lost their luck when Andrew left. Well done. Well done. Very good. Here's what the Broncos are. They are going to reinvent what we consider to be entertaining football. They should be renamed the Borcos. The most boring (laughs) football team. Congratulations, Jonathan. Uh, The Denver Broncos are the most boring football team to watch, and maybe you guys don't care. Start branding that. Maybe Borcos is not the best, you know, smooth (laughs) off the tongue, but some variation in playoff of the word board. Board Bronco football, that's what that is. Like, I don't want to watch Bronco football. They're just going to get right in there and beat every team 20 to 13. 21 to 17 Bronco win. Just to prove your point, how many yards do you think Bridgewater threw for? 210. How many touchdowns do you feel like he threw out of that 23 points? Zero? No, one. I'll give him one. Teddy Bridgewater, 26 for 34, 328 yards in the air, two touchdowns. Whoa. And no one knows except for Bronco fans. (laughs) And Mama Bridgewater. She's the only other one that knows that that's the case. Like, that's your, your, that proves your point. Here's a guy who's actually absolutely slinging the rock. And everybody outside of Denver is going, oh, Teddy's pretty good. He probably played a nice game. Probably 250, maybe, you know, 210, 250, touchdown, no interceptions. Game manager. No. 328 yards, two touchdowns. Still end up with a QBR of 61. How do you throw for 328 yards and end up with a QBR of 61? Let me just real quick look at what Derek Carr's QBR was. Just <laughs> 79.3. That's that's more. I don't get it. That's yeah. What, there you go, Levesque. Like you just said about the Broncos. I Boring. Boring football. Yeah. But guess what? The Broncos are still pacing to be a double-digit win team this season in a competitive AFC West. Let's not get crazy. Okay. No, they they're, are. They're a wild card if the season ends today. Strength of schedule, Raiders number one seed. They have the same record. Yeah, but strength of schedule. I'll show you. You don't I believe don't, me? I do believe you. you don't just, believe, I'll show you I, right now. Look at it. the sample number size one, small. Season ends it. today. Two it. nothing. Las Vegas Raiders win tiebreak over Denver based on strength of victory. Denver's the five seed. I think we have to do the something poop. for Broncos Raiders this year because I told you it's my coin flip playoff team. You Whoa. know that as a Raider fan, that's probably the difference between a playoff bid or not. That's a huge game when they play. This how about season. how about the season is today? Even at two and zero, Tampa Bay is outside of the playoffs. Or they're the seventh seed. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carolina wins tiebreak over Tampa Bay based on best combined ranking among conference teams in points scored and points allowed. Changing. I'm sorry. When you have to say that much, it's not. It's, it doesn't count. <laughs> it's not a real. Just flip breaker. a freaking coin at that. At that point, just flip a coin, right? I mean, yeah. It's oh no, see, but we're because it's Tuesday and uh, we're at Tech East. Carolina's a higher seat. That's the, that's all there is. Yeah, Carolina's got like we mentioned, Houston. Tampa's got LA. That could be the battle for the best team in the NFL. So Tampa, it's a coin flip game. Then at that point, Carolina would be by themselves in the NFC South's top seed. Oh man, I just I. I really like what Carolina is doing. I, and, and I don't know Matt Rule. Never been in a room with him that I'm aware of. Um, he looks like Joey Scissors <laughs> from uh, from from um, Master Barber Supply there. He look, they, they could be twins, separated at birth. Don't you just feel like he might be the best coach out there? Look what he did at Temple. Look what he did at Baylor. 
Baylor was should should never be. You would think Baylor's football team left after everything they did and went through. Now look what he's doing in Carolina. Remember earlier we talked about how an agent could have an influence and like how the Mannings got through here. Maybe yeah. Whoever hired and said, call up Matt Rule and said, I will be your agent because you will make me look smart with smart. Right. However that happened, right. because he is that good, no doubt. Can you imagine if you were a team that has been just mired in mediocrity? You had a chance to hire Matt Rule, but you insisted on hiring his assistant coaches. So you didn't get him. And I don't know, we'll just say you got some guy like Adam Gase instead. Can you imagine if that happened? Oh, God. That happened. That happened. The Jets, Jets fans. That's what that's what happens when you have a lackluster Johnson running your franchise. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's keep it rolling here. It is um, it, this, this Buccaneers team. They're kind of good. <laughs> they're kind of good. Did you know that the Buccaneers are now, as they win again, forty-eight to twenty-five, and their defense is still kind of lackluster. Defense is still not playing the way it played with the last six, seven games last season. Yep. They are. I, I want to say it's their ninth straight win while scoring 30 or more points. The only other team to do things like that are two versions of the Patriots. This is a Brady stat. Going out there and hanging 48 on you. And, and there was he never looks rattled. Brady never looks rattled. Doesn't matter what you do to him. Doesn't matter what's going on around him. You know, it, oh, they're... You're going to score 15 points in the third quarter. Oh, you're going to score 25 points in, in the second and third together. That's okay. I'll just hoist it up and get 20 points. I'll leave my team to 20 in a fourth. He's just, he's, I freaking hate how good he is. We hate mentioned, him. We mentioned Roquan Smith, and last week we mentioned Chandler Jones as some of the most outstanding players in the NFL the first two weeks. There, think about this. There has not been a better NFL football player in the first two weeks of the season than Tom Brady. Nine touchdowns, undefeated team. Who's been better than Tom Brady the first two weeks? Uh, look, I named Derek Carr. Does he have more touchdowns than than Four yards? I take the touchdowns. Let's count for more. I don't know. Tom Brady's finding Gronk. He's finding oh, Chris yeah. Godwin and Mike oh, Evans yeah. and everybody else. I will take Tom Brady. He is incredible. Another police officer. That's six if you're keeping track at home on your fantasy teams. Listen, guys, we appreciate you coming out and checking out the Levan Gods live show, Techies Tuesday, live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check them out online, tefirewater.com. But you can't cause problems with the police. You know, we can't have this crowd. (laughs) Looks like zombie apocalypse. If I turn that camera right now, there's like a thousand million people out there. They're everywhere. Please. 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 Sure. I know you're looking online and there's like four freaking people are watching. Where the hell are you? I, but it's so many people are outside the window. That's what it is. Yeah. That's that's oh. where they all are. Also for Atlanta, shut the whole thing down. Like the whole franchise. Just fold up shop. Say we're all just right. going to start over. We're let's, all done at Atlanta. Let's just do a quick QB comparison, shall we? Yeah. Let's just go ahead. Completion percentage. Uh, Baker Mayfield leads the league. 81.6. Where's your boy Brady at? Let me see. He just keeps scrolling down. Where'd he go? Hmm. <laughs> wow. A car is 21st. Wow. Um, all right. He's so- lower? Uh, let me see. I don't see him. 100%. He's off the charts, I assume. <laughs> uh, 24th. So 65% okay. completion. Um, Carr is 66, but Baker's at 81% right now. Bridgewater, 77%. A very boring 77%. Dak, back, 76%. Uh, most passing yards. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, 817 passing yards. Where's Brady? Fifth? I think Kyler Murray's got to be up there, right? Kyler Murray is second with 689. Okay. Nice. How about that? 689. Ambulance. Um, I mean, cars 817, 6, 
89 is second. Brady is fifth with 655. Yeah. That feels pretty good. It feels good. It feels good. Let me see. Where's the touchdowns? Uh, yeah, he's he's only he's only got four. You know, uh, my man's only got four to your, to the nine. But Murray's got seven. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, he got six and you know a couple of five. How about interceptions? Interceptions. My man Carr's only thrown one. Same. Put it out there. Now, if Tom Brady threw an interception, it's not his fault. So I assume the answer is just zero. He's two. He's thrown two. No, this they actually they actually weren't his fault. <laughs> No, I mean, in all in all sincerity, they really they really just weren't his fault. Um, You know, you had an end of a half and everything. Uh, Sacked five times for Carr, three times for Brady. They're not exactly fleet of foot, but uh, yeah, like I'm just saying, it's uh, Derek Carr in the hissy. He's right there. He's right there. You put some respect on his name. That's what I'm saying. Second best player in the NFL so far, Derek Carr. Disagree. Boxers scary. They're scary. They're not playing their best football yet. That's that's all there is to it. They're, they're just not playing their best football yet. NFC East is on notice, man. You got to be on notice. The Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East. I don't. I don't care. I don't. They, that they they took Tampa Bay to the wire. They beat the Chargers in LA. Uh, they're just playing. They're playing good football, and I think it's just getting started for them. I don't. I don't necessarily believe in Mike McCarthy, but I 100% believe in Dak Prescott. Tony Pollard looks like he wants to be the number one uh, running back on that team, top to bottom. Arguably the best wide receiver core in football. Depth wise, Tampa would probably have a conversation with that, but yeah, they're in the mix. They're definitely one of the top ones. Dallas, here you go, Dallas. I've believed in you so many years. I'm a little bit bitter because you cost <laughs> me to make me look stupid. Monday night, we'll find out. You play Philly Monday night, we'll yeah. find out if you're the best team in the NFC East. Philly, night. Philly's improved, but Dallas is just, I think, just have way more talent. 237 yards in the air for Dak on 23 completions, 27 attempts, but you run for 198 yards, two touchdowns. You know, it, it's just CeeDee Lamb is, he's got a little bit of the dropsies. I, little, I worry about the dropsies a little bit, but he caught eight and nine targets, 81 yards, did what they needed to do. Defense is playing a little bit better. It's, Dallas is in a weird NFC East. I just think Dallas is the best team. I don't know if it's close. Titans silence Seattle, winning overtime 33-30. to 30. When you've got Derrick Henry and you want to kill the clock, you used to be clock killing Corey Dillon. What is it? Uh, clock destroying Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't know what, to, what else to call. He is he's, he's a monster. He's a monster among men. And uh, there goes another cop. Seven. There's, seven. There's, there's a nice couple here to, to listen to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Um, it's just an old couple walking down the street. I, I mean, Titans looked better, but still you gave up 30 points. If you are either a fantasy football manager competing against Derrick Henry or even just a favorite team competing against the Titans, I'm going to call you guys the Karens of the NFL. You just have to complain about something. Like, this doesn't seem fair. He's bigger than everybody else. <laughs> How are we true, supposed though. to tackle him? <laughs> I want to complain to somebody. This is not fair. I'd like to talk to the manager, please. <laughs> it's exactly right. I do want nothing to do with this person right here. He needs to be removed. That's what Derrick Henry's trying to do, which, by the way, that is a compliment. So, oh, good yeah. for Derrick Henry. That was a really good game. Uh, Julio Jones does not look as old as I thought he might have looked. Good for him. Uh, there were some weird plays in this game, too, right? Andrew Catalan, our guy from Albany, there was a, almost a safety that should have ended the game that I know there was some controversy with, but it was a really good game in that 4 o'clock window. By the way, 4 o'clock games compared to the 1 o'clock games, 
light years better than four o'clock games in week two. Our, our guy Trout over at the Hideaway, where uh, we'll be this uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, live from the uh, the Hideaway. You think you had a bad week? My opponent in fantasy football had Aaron Jones, Cooper Cup, and Derrick Henry. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh. You lost by 1 million points. Congratulations. Uh, moving into the Sunday night game. Again, all these standalone games, with the exception of last night, just filthy, nasty, good. Uh, 36-35. Chiefs fall the Ravens. Lamar Jackson it looked lackluster at best in the first half, but then the second, he started to get it together. You need a fourth and one to put the game on ice, get rid of it. You run a design quarterback run. Not even a sneak. It's a run. And he gets you the yards you need. He says he wasn't going to be denied, and he wasn't. If I'm a young football fan, you are so blessed to have Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes for about a decade plus in your childhood to watch these two play. I almost tweeted this out on Sunday night. Watching those two play quarterback feels like I'm watching a different sport. They're athletic. They can throw the ball. They can make plays. Travis Kelsey, the beast of a run. You want to start? We have to start having the conversation of if Kelsey's an all-time great tight end. Some people would say he's in that conversation already with Gronk and Mackey and Winslow. He is doing some things right now that I'm talking like Hall of Fame stuff here for Travis Kelsey. But the battle between Jackson and Mahomes, put it on the schedule no matter what, every year for the rest of time. Love those two watching him play. Thing with John Harbaugh. It's an interesting call there because he's a really good coach. Doesn't get talked about it like the Belichicks and everybody else in the Tomlins, but now he finally is. I don't want to say it's like, oh my God, what a gutsy call. He's got the big cojones. Let's think about what it really is. He didn't want Patrick Mahomes to have the football right, again. Right. And he's got arguably the greatest dual threat quarterback in the history of the NFL. It's a pretty, yeah, I probably would have went for it too. A lot of other people would have been like, go for it. And if you went to the post game, they said, why'd you go for it? Be like, they have Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's why I went for it. I have Lamar right. Jackson. That's why. Clyde Edwards Alaire had his first fumble as a pro football player, or else we lost that game. Playing with house money. And again, it was a loss. If we if we gave the ball back, we lost. That was all there's a now. If you don't convert it, you're in field goal range. That's a lot of pressure to put on your front to try and get a block. But it was it, it was a great game. That's what I'm saying. These these island games, these standalone games, you know, part of last night was still good, but you know, you start the season on Monday night football with with Raiders Ravens. That was a, that was amazing. It, it's just it's been it's been great watching these these standalone games uh you, you season starts cowboys buccaneers on a thursday night that game goes down to the wire 31 29 that was a great game then sunday night wasn't as great but it was great for me because i wanted to see the rams dominate they did over the bears but then raiders ravens and then you go into this week giants football team was was one for the ages 30 to 29 i know giants fans are, are a little butthurt over it chiefs ravens sunday night and then last night you get you get the pack lions and i guess if you're if you were looking at Aaron Rodgers in the pack the way I've been looking at the Rams, you probably like that nonetheless. And uh, the next game we get is going to be Panthers at Texans. Can we do the Manning cast for a Thursday? I might change my ticket. I'll, I'll do the Manning cast for a Thursday. I don't if, – if if no Tyra Taylor, it, the Carolina, the way they're playing, that, that game should get ugly fast. It should be a blowout for Carolina. Let's not overthink this. Let's not bite on some type of weird storyline. Probably want to bet it now. And we've said this before. We both like the coaches. You get Matt Rule and Joe Brady on a short week, and they have to outcoach a guy who's never been a head coach in the NFL before. Yeah, I'll take the Panthers with all the points in this game. Seven and a half. Yeah, that's gonna go up. That's yeah. gonna go. That's gonna go way up. So you might want you might want to head over to Rivers after the show here at Techies Fire and Water <laughs> Restoration. Uh, you best be back to normal. Check my line tefirewater.com because uh, I'm there's there's a decent chance 
that uh, you you won't get to uh, you you won't get back. They started already. They started already. Oh no, the banners. They're starting already. <laughs> They're starting already. I kill them. I kill them. All. Don't forget to download your favorite Godzilla Media podcasts. Many of those will be released tomorrow. Yeah. As yeah. Some of them are already beginning to tape and take down He's our banners. Copying the like why why take them down? Well, Levac, as you figure out here. what I'm banners help. left, I'm going to help them. I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. The fall is here, and for some of you, that great tailgate road trip is coming up. Maybe a trip to see your relatives, your family members, and more. You got to make sure you're in the right vehicle. Maybe you're picking up your son, your daughter from school, and you're going to pull up and being some beat-up piece of junk. Don't do that. The current supply and demand for challenges across the auto industry are continuing to hit, but luckily Mohawk Honda has the inventory that you're looking for. And make sure to take advantage of their Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. Put that cash in your hand. An awesome deal that you can take advantage of. Mohawk Honda consistently keeps their stock loaded with the vehicles, pre-owns as well. Largest inventory you're looking for across upstate New York. It is worth the drive to Glenville. Levac and I know about it. Levac claimed that he was driving my pilot. No police officer. That is not his vehicle. It is me going slow. You know car. if I was driving, it would actually like move like a vehicle that's supposed to on the road. I love my pilots. Not, not a friggin' half-line grandma, the way Goss drives. Stop in a Mohawk Honda. Say what's up to our guy, Greg Johnson. Ask about what Levac and Goss have been saying about all the great rides. And maybe just walk in and scream out, where hot sauce at? Where the VIP do that and see how people react to you. Mohawk Honda right there on Freemason Road in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. So I just added into the back end. I hate you. Stop deleting my banners. Um, <laughs> all right. We're live. It's Techies Tuesday, live from the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Studios. Uh, you just, uh, you know, we last week I looked ahead and I didn't get it right with my, my locks. I actually went, if I'm not mistaken, I think I blew it. I think I went 0 and 4 on my locks. Uh, luckily, I I did uh, I did well on Sunday and Monday night, or else I would have been host. I'd have been I would have been big time host this weekend. So uh, I apologize. I I I promise I'll do better. Uh, again, I think you got to jump on the Panthers as early as you can. I think you got to look at a couple of these teams and, and jump jump in as fast as you can. I don't know how I feel about the Jets Broncos though. I don't think the Jets are always going to play bad. I don't think they're always. I think they're going to play. I think there's going to be a couple games where you go, wow, they're kind of good. I just don't know if it's going to be this week against the Broncos. I would run away. Denver. I agree with you, Levesque. I would run away from that game. I see dancing around between 10 and a half and 11 and a half. Uh, I would stay away from that. Carolina, I'm with you on this. If Look, if the Texans keep it within seven on a Thursday night with a third-string quarterback, good, great. You guys did it. Congrats. You were smarter than me. I would love Carolina <laughs> on that Thursday night game. Carolina's giving me every reason to believe in them. Buffalo, seeing that game around nine and a half against the yeah, football team. Eight and a half right now. Boy, it feels more like, again, I like playing the Bills unders for some reason this season, even though they put up another 35 burger against the Dolphins. <laughs> but that should be a game that Buffalo gets the fans back and everything else. The Giants and the Falcons. I don't want to see that come down to a game-winning field goal. I want New York to play well and just beat the hell out of Atlanta. Atlanta stinks this season. That should be a nice, solid Giant victory. Big Blue fans do not want to get beat by Atlanta. Or even have it close against the Falcons, but right now that's it as a three-point game. I think uh, Seahawks Vikings. I'm like the over fifty-five and a half. Both those teams have been giving up like thirty points. It feels like like every time. So both can score thirty and both can give up thirty. That might be one where I really like the over. What really what really sucks. I love I love the Chiefs minus six and a half hosting the Chargers. Love them because you talk about how lucky everybody is for Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes. What about Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes? But I think the Chiefs are going to go out there with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, handle some business. And uh, it just, I, there's some games that I look at, 
like Raiders laying three and a half hosting the Dolphins. That's going to be Dolphins are going to be motivated. They're going to be highly, highly motivated. Would you take your Buccaneers minus one in LA? I would rather take the over in that game yeah. because with those coaches, Bruce Arians and Sean McVay, and how bad the running backs are. Cam Akers got hurt, so that's a little different, but. Those two want to throw the ball 45 times a game. Over, under on 80 pass attempts in the game. Over, under, classic Oswald, three and a half hours on the game. Red Zone's going to have to cut away from Bucks Rams with a 425 kickoff for that one. Over. for the I think I saw it at 55 and a half was the last I saw it. I'd take the over in that. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I wanted, like, the Seattle versus Minnesota game. If one of those teams had lost and the other team had won, I might take the loser in, like, a kind of a bounce-back game. But they both they both feel like they've been wronged. That could be a lot of fun. That could, that game could be a lot a lot of fun. And uh, just that's it. I mean, like just off a quick glance, New England three point favorite over New Orleans. Pretty New close. England. I yeah. know New Orleans was so bad last week, but Sean Payton he can't have a back to back week stat in a row, right? Ugh. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to tell you that I thought the Yankees sucked this year, no matter what they did. But some jackass deleted that, so I don't have to say it. I don't have to have that Wait, conversation. Wait a second. Hang on. No, no. We cannot look back. I don't we have to have that conversation now. skip over the Yankees. I can because it, it's got, it got deleted by some friggin' mighty might. You've got 11 games left for the season for the Yankees. I don't, I don't even know if I have to ask the question, but I'm going to. The confidence level for them to be a playoff team seems like it's on a scale of 0 to 10 with oh, 10 no. being a confident. You're done. 10. Zero. They're, they're a playoff. They're, they're going to be a wild card team. 10. Oh, because that's how they disappoint me the most is getting blown out in a wild card game. That's who they are this year. They're a disappointing team. I'm sorry. The Yankees are a disappointing team. That's what they are. This they're if I wasn't if, if they came into this year with no expectations, I'd be thrilled with where they are. Thrilled. But they came into this year with expectations. And there were points during this season where they looked like they had turned the corner and were a good team. Borderline great team. And then they went right back to playing like hot trash. Gave up 11 runs two nights in a row to a team that isn't even going to have the same freaking name next year. Like, that's, I mean, and look, I know Cleveland's not a terrible team. Don't get me wrong. But they're not good enough to hang 11 on you two freaking nights in a row. Yeah, this is this is what they're going to do. Mark my words. Right here, LeVac and Goss, Tech East Tuesday, live from Tech East, Fire and Water Restoration. There's a fly on the camera driving me insane. <laughs> they're going to get me back into it. So maybe October 3rd. No, what, what is right before the season ends? So maybe the next Techies Tuesday or, or, or one of the upcoming uh, hideaway shows. Right before the end. They're gonna, they got it now. They got it. They get it now. And I'm going to be all in. And then they're going to get freaking worked by the terrible freaking Blue Jays or the jackass Red Sox in a one-game wild card. And I'm going to be in my shower like freaking crying game. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they're going to do to me. That's what they do. I just spin on the table. That's how mad I am. You want water restoration? No, there it is. Water restoration for you. Pass. Spinning. I'm spinning everywhere. It's because I'm still missing a freaking tooth. This has been, like, I, I know I shouldn't complain about medical crap during, like, you know, a freaking year 17 of a pandemic. This has been a bad medical year for me. <laughs> this has not been a good medical year for me. Yeah, tooth removed because I had to get, I'm supposed to have the implant on June 1st. I start a new job, some kind of stupid New York state regulation where you, you can't, you, they don't cover it for six months. So I got to wait till December 1st. Merry freaking Christmas. I'm going to have a freaking stud and a, like, that's it. I, I, tomorrow I got to get a COVID test. 
I'm vaccinated. I got to get a freaking COVID test because I got a bump on my head that might be messing with an artery. So that so, so then Friday, I got to call to see when I'm going in on Monday to have that thing cut out. And, 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 and I don't know. I just, and I got COVID, I got vaccinated. And I got to go, I gotta, and I can't drink this week. And I'm in a golf tournament nerd. on Friday. I'm not a nerd. It's an artery. I can't, yeah, what I get in my blood. It's ridiculous. I say, this, I say this about the tooth, gold tooth. I, you know, at this point, I'm in. Good. If they'll do it, I'll do it. But it's got to be real gold. We might do a, like, you think we could crowdsource that? You think we could, because I can't afford it. Lillian David, I'm freaking broke right now. All over there. Oh my God, Lillian David, if they make me a tooth, that'd be hysterical. Should I just text Alyssa? Levac's looking for a gold tooth. Go to Lillian David, walk to the Wilt Mall and say, hey, do you hear Levac guys talking about gold tooth? I'm in. They're looking for you guys. She can put her logo on the back of it, and then we can just like have a camera to show it's back there. Here's what I think is going to happen for your Yankees, Levac. They're going to play well against Texas here coming up Tuesday and Wednesday. They need those games. The Boston series, this is going to sound surprising. I feel like on a national scale, more people want to see the Yankees win than Boston because Toronto's become the national darling with Vlad Guerrero Jr. and the young prospects and the underdog story. You're going to see yeah, a lot I want more. You play more games in America. Okay. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. You're going to hear a lot of hate. Don't tell me about week. North America. All right. I'm talking about America. United States of America. And then you're going to despise maple syrup, bacon, calling ham, bacon. You're going to despise the Rays like I always do by the first few games in October. The final three, 160, 161, and 162 this season. You will hate the Rays by then, and that might be it for the Yankees. Yeah. No, again, they'll play that wild card game. You know, we should go somewhere and watch it live like we used to. And then I and watch me cry just like a little like. <laughs> you know Boone's going to get the most hate for it too. No matter what he does with the pitchers here in the next two weeks. Like I, every move Boone makes is going to say job on the line. Is it over for Aaron Boone? Ooh. Did he make a mistake? It's going to be. Just at nausea with the Aaron Boone stuff coming up. Who do you hate more, the puppet or the puppet master? Like that's because Boone's job is is to execute the plan that is put forth by Cashman in the analytic department. He may have some kind of saying it, but it's put that plan forward and motivate the troops. And he doesn't motivate the troops. He doesn't. I mean, if, in all sincerity, the fact that he hasn't had a guy, my guys are effing savages in that box moment this year is stupid. Like how do how do you not you he sh, if I was him, first of all, I'd fly way more comfortable. He's like half my size. Second of all, I would get kicked out once a week. I get kicked out once a week until this team started doing stuff for two reasons. One, it might motivate him, and two, I get the hell out of watching the crap. You know, like why would I want to go watch it? I, it's it's ridiculous. It's so it's so annoying. Like he, he so do you hate him or do you hate Cashman? Uh, it, the blame's gonna fall on Boone, but I get the Cashman point because you've been. Our podcast, hello, welcome, Lamanca said in Cashman, we trust for a long time. The patience has finally been tested in 2021 with you for Cashman because it deserves to be tested. He's done every single format, young guys, free agency, new guys, this. Eventually, when you say you've got all these different ways to do it, your style, how many more opportunities should we give you? Like, how often is it not your fault? That's how Yankee fans are going to feel about Cashman if it doesn't get going on again. And we said that same thing in 2019. And 2020. So, so this is the third year in a row I hear myself saying the same thing about Cashman. So the scary thing with Cashman is the second you let him go, he's getting picked up. And it's going to work somewhere. It's gonna, his, his routine is going to work somewhere. But I, we're on, 
was he 98 was his first year's actual general manager or, or title of general general manager isn't his rule after 10 years your voice kind of gets lost in the locker room i know he's not in the locker room but how many years till your voice gets lost in the boardroom i, I don't want him gone i really don't i don't i don't know if i necessarily want boom gone i just want i just want somebody you know what we should fire randy levine not because of what's on the field just because i don't like him but i i i just i think some i don't know if it's hal maybe it's hal maybe hal steinbrenner needs to pull little george Maybe Hal needs to walk down in there and just start breaking shit. Just be like, this is enough. Well, think about this. This is enough. Yeah, well, think about it, right? Tampa made a move with their front office because Hein Bloom went over to Boston. So Tampa made a move. They're still good. Boston made a move. They got better. Yeah. Houston fired everybody involved with uh, the trash cans. They're still yeah. in first place. Chicago yeah. got younger. They made moves differently. Mm -hmm. You go across baseball. Those are quick turnouts. Now, the Padres made some stuff, too, and they're making moves today. But the Padres are probably, like, the lone exception the point I'm trying to make is when people make moves in their front office, recent times have shown it's working for those teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, before we uh, before we get out of here on Techies Studio, you have uh, you have trivia coming up in a little bit. Where, I do. Where are you tonight? Come join me at Doghouse. And by the way, if you're watching our Godzilla oh, Media Utah, YouTube, yes. On our YouTube side, we can uh, get yourself a free answer by subscribing Ooh. and watching the video. Ooh, I saw everybody else doing giveaways and stuff. Are we still doing giveaways? Are we done with our giveaways. That's We're all. done with our giveaways. We're done with it. Well, we we'll... did ours with wow. uh, John Franz. Shout out to him. He was our Paisans Pizza wow. winner. Wow. So why do we give it to? The, why do we give anything to the other shows? The other shows. They're suck. a part of Godzilla Media. They suck. Terrible shows. You were going to mention Dark Side of the Ring, but now I don't know if that's how I want to close this episode. I feel like uh, I need on a positive. I want to end on a positive. Well, I, I guess my so if you um, Dark Side of the Ring, it's the the plane ride from hell. Yes. I, how is it that I've never heard of this? Dark Side of the Ring does a good job with these stories that are just like in the shit, like legit, the dark side of wrestling, the shadows, the untold stories. I've heard rumors of it. I had no idea the details. I thought it was just like some bad plane ride where they almost yeah. crashed. It is nothing close to what I thought it was. No, they were like, they, they, they were running rampant. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I just, I can't, like, I guess it's hard to wrap your brain. What was that? Like, 02, 2002, 2003, somewhere in that range? Yeah, I know it was early 2000s. Yeah. I guess it's just like, can you imagine if that happened now? By the time that plane hit the ground, we would all know about all the things. And I don't want to ruin it for you. If you're a wrestling fan, you should go watch it. Um, but we would know all the things by the time that plane hit the ground. It would be on like 16 different YouTube podcasts. Um, Brian Katie's White Heat would give, like, of course, the white version of it because it's White Heat. <laughs> you know, it would, it would be, it would be everywhere. It would be you would be Live everywhere. Streams and yes, else. and we would all see Ric Flair's woo woo. I'm oh, sorry, I ruined public. Yeah, that's the biggest fallout. It shows the power yeah. It's apparently it was a very big fallout. Every time it fell out his pants, it's supposed to be a, a dark side of the hear ring. That. I found that out that you just you can't. The mics are too good. Yeah, you can't just, hear that. Yeah, dark side of the ring is getting so popular on Vice that the wrestling community is so locked in on this. I don't even know if there's something I can compare it to like VH ones behind the music maybe at one point that. Ooh, one community of fan bases is so locked. 30 for 30s for sports fans. So they're like something like that, that people really care about the, uh, you know, Scotty Pippen and all his comments. But Ric Flair has now been taking off all WWF intro videos and things like that. Since that came Since out? Since that came out. Uh, Tommy, but they knew about it then. Right? Tommy Dreamer, who commented, who said something along <laughs> the lines of, let's say he was just defending Flair and not the yeah. victim there. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer has been suspended from Sirius XM and busted open and Impact Wrestling. Uh, Rob Van Dam is not currently, I think, employed by any of those companies, yeah. but a He's lot of people, a lot of weed. right? A lot of people who defended what they thought they saw 
Maybe they did that's see. It, but that's a thing taking too. backlash from it today as well. But like, all right, the Tommy Dreamer one in particular, right? So if he's on Sirius XM, you paid him for his opinion. Even if you don't like it, that's what you paid him for. So suspending him for giving his opinion, if you want to suspend him for the haircut, fine. That's fine. But that's just that's that might be the problem with everything like suspending people for their opinion when you hired them for their freaking opinion um remove washing rick flair away when you knew all about what he allegedly did already and now you're acting like it's new to you like that's just i mean come on this is, now you're just being silly like now it's just like like ride with it or get done or be done with it one way or the other some people will look at this and say it's cancel culture at its finest because like you just said you didn't have a problem when it was out there in the early 2000s. You didn't have a problem in the early 2010 ticket, but all of a sudden now in 2021, when more people know about it, you're going to cancel it. You're not really standing on your morals when you just react to somebody. Like, oh, somebody got offended. Now let's suspend them. Right. People can see through that. Like, they're not idiots. Look, what Ric Flair did, we're not going to, like, hey, uh, look, some people say it's funny. It's really not. Like, no. especially in 2021, you can't go and do that stuff. And those guys didn't deny it. It's not like they went out there and said, Rick Flair didn't expose himself to somebody on the plane. No, it's like, well, that's what he does. That was his go-to. I can't, I can't say that anymore, right? Yeah, but, yeah. It, you know, and, and, and it dream. is important to remember when it happened. I, I know, like, nobody wants to hear that. And, look, if that was my sister, my mother, my daughter, whatever, like, Rick Flair's a tough guy. I'd find a way to hurt him. Let's not let's not pretend that I, that would change ever. But it was, like, if, if you knew the amount of times, locker rooms, all this, how many, like, just – over under six and a half times you've seen one of your friends run around with their junk out because they thought it was funny in a football locker room. You know, it, it's, it's got to be over. Yeah, right. It's, and it, it, you know, it, it doesn't make it right, whatever. But again, it's a different year too. Like pretending that that's looking, looking at 2002 through the 2021 glasses, it, it can be extremely dangerous. The problem with Tommy Dreamer, the reason it seems like he's facing more backlash is he said something along the lines of, well, if she was out for money, why is she talking about it now? Which he's probably right. defending his friend like, hey, you had a chance. Vice is probably paying you to do this interview. I'm defending my friend. And that's why people got mad at Dreamer. Well, like, hey, you're victim shaming her where it's like, I don't want to victim shame her, but I have to defend my friend because well, it doesn't make sense here. That's how it came off to some But that's a, that's a question that's always been out there too. Like, is it about money? Like, is it about is it about money? And, and I've always been in the opinion there's certain people that's the only way you can hurt them. Like, if you want to hurt the WWE, Ric Flair going to jail doesn't do squat to them. They just erase him. They, they whatever it doesn't matter. You take a couple mil out of out of Vince's pocket. Well, now he's pissed. Now you got him. So there's a way to make it for both. Make it be both things, and you get to live a good life based on you know living through some terrible stuff. I I, I don't have a problem with that. But it has always been like you look historically and there is enough of situations where someone made up or or embellished to get paid and the the only thing i gotta wonder about and it and it, and it would be interesting to see if there's fallout in this level when you got paid did you have to sign an nda non-disclosure agreement because if that's the case and then you did this interview wwe might be coming for your ass that's what I don't get about this because there was two people on the flight. One did not talk in the dark side of the ring. One did. Right. How did and Tommy Dreamer asked that. And that, that's why he faced the most heat. Or maybe right. that's a lawyer got a call and said, hey, uh, we're coming after Tommy Dreamer. And maybe there's things happening behind right. the scenes we didn't realize when we've heard about the suspensions now. Like but, yeah, WWE, yeah. And I guess I guess my other part about that is firing Tommy Dreamer over stuff. Like, 
the innovator of violence and you thought he was going to come out with some like i've always felt as though you should uh, <laughs> really look at a situation right. through the you know what i mean like it's it's freaking yeah. tommy dreamer the guy the guy's rich for wearing wind pants and a t-shirt and getting smacked in the head by a kendo stick from a guy smoking a cigarette and chugging beers you mean the guy who took the kendo stick shots to the back with a bare back isn't a reasonable thinker yeah. what the guy whose forehead looks like it's been you know it turned into ground beef like that's the guy that you're looking at. Like you hired that guy. Like who did you think he was going to be? I, I don't know. Yeah, those those kind sense. of things. Yeah. Those kind of things always get to me. Like some of the stuff I'm going to sit here on Godzilla Media. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how quick it. You know. Welcome so, you to know. the podcast world. That's exactly. <laughs> right. uh, all right, man. A lot of fun uh, Techies Tuesday, and uh, we are. Um, we're going to wrap. We're going to wrap. wrap up. We are going to be back Sunday live from the Hideaway, 11:30 to one o'clock. I know the college game day stuff was a lot of fun, but unfortunately, I will take the blame. I have a wedding on Friday in Syracuse, and I think it's much more fun when we do it live from the Deuce. So our next time we will be with you is on Sunday from the Hideaway. I just, uh, here, I'm going to put this up real quick. I'm sorry. I want to just because Mike brings up a point. It's natural to believe your, believe your friends even when they're wrong. I don't know that I don't know that Tommy Dreamer said he believed Ric Flair. I think he he gave the other side of the argument. I, I don't know, but but we who knows? Again, I, I just don't know, but I wanted to bring it out because that is, you know, look, if, if you think he's wrong, he's wrong. That's that's how you feel. That's what you think. That's fine. I, I don't I don't agree nor disagree with you. I would have believed it if it wasn't Mike from Schenectady. So that reason I don't yeah. believe him anymore. Is he banned from I know he's banned from the show. He is he banned is from the podcast? the podcast as much as he wants to be. Sometimes, Even if he says something I don't want to hear, aren't we supposed to fire everyone who's not? Mike, you're fired. No, Mike, you'll enjoy this. This is a true statement. I was watching Baby Rex the other day, watching Sports Center. Baby Rex is flying around up on the slide, and they're giving a Saquon Barkley update for his injury. I thought, boy, Mike and Schenectady is probably sitting there thinking, ha, I told you guys. Look at Barkley's injured. I told you guys. I thought about you the other day, Mike, alone at my house, so. Congratulations. I think every time I sign off, I'm going to do a, a radio station I used to work at. No, do not do no. that. Please I can do no. The Edge. It doesn't exist anymore. All right. Yes, yeah. do The Edge. 103.5, 103.9, The Edge. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the end of Techies Tuesday. Thanks to uh, our good friends here at Techies for letting us uh, be here. As a matter of fact, I'm head of their media relations. So I have no choice. I'll do what I want. And, uh, you know, president <laughs> of the Empire. We should have good news coming out of the Empire Ooh. very, very soon. I know a couple players have uh, expressed interest in returning. And as soon as contracts are out, they will be Empire players again. And I'll have you even more news for you but uh that has to wait don't forget uh, the rest of this week you can get your championship t-shirt live at our offices between nine and four over at 51 south pearl street at the times union center uh cash or card we'll get you your shirts all right bye, bye. Stuff. all right bye everybody and uh hey john stone how you doing yeah, that's what's up john stone